Let's do this. <laughs> is this episode 93? I think this is episode 93. I'll, I'll fix it in the edit if I'm wrong. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. This is episode 93. Uh, coming in hot. We I was supposed to have an episode last this past Wednesday, but things got pushed back. So we have an episode coming out today, this Wednesday, the, uh, is that the 18th? It's the 18th, right? Yes, today is in fact the 18th. I'm actually recording this on the Sunday before, but yes, this is coming out on (laughs) August 18th. Anyway, I am so excited. I promised her years ago and she almost stopped being my friend because I haven't invited her, but I haven't actually brought her on yet, but I invited my guest to be on the pod years ago and she made us she made a point of mentioning it last year <laughs> at my birthday when she came to hang out she made a point of being like you know you invited me years ago and you never brought me on i was like i'm so sorry i'm such a shitty friend i am happy to welcome my friend my former colleague nancy baeza how are you doing today nancy i hope i pronounced that right <laughs> I am well, thank you. And also, I didn't feel like an official friend until I did oh, it. That's why I was gosh. like, I'm just a colleague. I mean, you can't say I'm your friend because I haven't <laughs> been invited. <laughs> well, there's a point of this. There's a point of this. I was really reluctant. I think I invited Tiffany on when we were working, when she and I were working together. But I made a point to be like, hey, like, you know, I don't want to. I'm very particular about who I tell about this. No one at work, no, like outside of you, Adam and a former colleague, Nydia, like nobody else. Well, I guess Ashley and Amanda know, but like, other than that, like, like people who are friends with me on social media know that I have this, but I don't bring it up ever. Like I never have brought it up to anyone. I, we work, you used to work with that. We used to work with together. Like, I don't, I don't like talking about it because I'm embarrassed to talk about it because I'm just like, (laughs) I am, I am embarrassed though, because like, it's not, it, it's it's really not like people people are always like so what's it like what do y'all talk about i was like well we talk about whatever you know it, it changes topic to topic you know week to week or whatever and like it's just like it's just a little thing it's like my little indie band or whatever i don't really like to <laughs> i don't want to plug like the thing is i never want to be like a plugging it or like be a sh- like yeah self-promoter like i just feel so lame doing that but anyway <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It has been way, way overdue. And that is completely on me. I am such a terrible friend, but also it helps that we no longer work together. So, you know, like we can just like have a normal conversation as friends and not as coworkers anymore, which, you know. You don't want to talk about accounting today? (laughs) Oh, no, we're not even going to bring up the company. We're not going to talk about any business right now, except for the fact that I think that when we, we worked together from, was that? 2017 to 2021 right no 2016 oh yeah you started the summer that's right Mm -hmm. and then I feel like a little bit of backstory between me and Nancy what really (laughs) bonded us was we worked in an accounting department together and shared suffering (laughs) our shared suffering uh there was she and I two other people and our big boss the CFO so there was a five of us one week one person quit and we were very happy to see her go because she was a, not a good person. And then two weeks later, our boss, the controller of, at the time also quit. And then it was just the three of us. And 
Like, I, I just remember, like, I don't think our boss, I'll bleep out her name here. Uh, I don't think was there. Was she there when walked out? And then. No. It, so it was just the two of us. And we're like, yep. I guess we're the accounting department now. <laughs> yeah, we just encompassed everything that was accounting for that company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I'm still a part of. You know, we, we've been through a lot. The company split up into two separate entities. And then at the beginning <laughs> of this year, reformed. And all Back I can say together. is, yeah, all like, you know what? You can get divorced. Nothing says you can't get back together, man. <laughs> it just costs a lot of time and money. That's all it really, I mean, what is time and money really I in mean, a business? And we also went through, I feel like a painful divorce, you know, oh, yeah, it was definitely. like a, like, we hate you screaming, you know, throwing our shit on the lawn. Like that was, uh, it was a painful one. It was so, it's so wild. Like I'll yeah. tell you, I'll, <laughs> I'll play the music right now. I'll play the elevator music. with Anyway, <laughs> enough about all that bullshit. Let's let's move on to some fun things. Like I said, we we no longer work together. Oh, there's time codes in the description if anybody wants to skip ahead. You know, go to any particular thing. We're gonna talk about a few different things. We're gonna talk about uh, Nancy's relocation. She's moved. She left us. Uh, we're gonna talk <laughs> about uh, you are a UT grad, University of Texas at Austin grad. We're gonna talk about the. We're gonna talk about your time there. And then lastly. Sports related because it's got to be sports related. Uh, the University of Texas Longhorns and the Oklahoma Sooners. Ca- calm down, calm down. Let's not lose <sighs> our shit quite yet. Uh, they are joining the SEC eventually, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But first off, you recently moved. You moved from the city of Austin to Chicago, Illinois, which, according to Google, is <laughs> eleven hundred and sixty-three miles by driving. Yeah. Uh, so I moved from Baton Rouge to Austin in 2016. And that was like, you know, that was about 500 miles. What you did is like twice that much. Uh, so how was it? Like, what made you, what, what, what was it about Chicago that brought you up there? You brought your, you and your boyfriend, longtime boyfriend has also been there. How has he been adjusting? Just tell me everything. How was the gigantic move from Austin, Texas to Chicago, <laughs> Illinois? So, um, it has been a wild ride and actually we're coming up on a year which is insane oh like, gosh really it's yeah we're we're doing a year in october of we moved here in october oh so, yeah that's right yeah um <laughs> i don't know what actually brought us here um mostly it was <laughs> it was mostly like having you know like the coworkers around here mm-hmm. kind of i missed I missed that office feeling for a while, yeah. like, you know, being remote working for so long. And then after like everybody else was also remote working, just kind of felt I don't know, odd mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. um, especially coming out of like college. And like, that was my first job, you know, and like what we went remote about a year after being there. So, yeah, it's uh, if yeah. I may interject, people are like, so you work from home, right? Pandemic related. I was like, yeah, actually, I've been working from home since November 2019. So this is all I'm used to this by now. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, for me, I was just like, I, I need some sort of like, 
office setting. Like I felt so yeah, just out of it. Um, we also, uh, James has some family here. So we kind of wanted to stay around, you know, not too lonely if we, you know, ever needed anything. Um, we came to Chicago. Chicago was actually the first place that him and I visited together. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, ever. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So we came in August of like 2017, maybe, I think, um, or 2018, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, we came in the summertime. So like, obviously, we, you know, we were just really happy to be here. And like, it was gorgeous. We went to like a Cubs game and we went to like, um, you know, we stayed in downtown. So we were just walking around downtown and we were just enamored by the city. Like obviously, especially living in Austin, which isn't, it isn't as big of a city. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's, it's much more like a small central city with, you know, obviously it has a lot of life and a lot of different aspects that are interesting, but it's not a big city. So just coming to this big city and like seeing the sports that it's integrated into it and like the buzz that it has. Um, mm-hmm. It it really sparked my attention and he had actually been born here. So he had oh. a little bit of backstory here too. Cool. Um, so yeah, we were just, I mean, we had visited a couple other places. We really fell in love with California, but obviously California is yeah. impossible to live in. <laughs> I think if you had moved to California, you'd be one of the few people living in Austin that moved to California instead of right. vice versa. <laughs> yeah, which is actually funny because we, we meet a lot of people here and they're like, why would you do that? Like, people usually go and live in Austin from Chicago, not the other way around. <laughs> fun, uh, but, fun fact, fun fact. I did the U S news or no, the census, the census just came out. Yeah. And Chicago, I think is still three or four. Yeah. I think they're three population, but Austin's actually 11. So we're catching up. We're, oh. we're, we're not quite a million. Y'all are like two and a half million, <laughs> but we're catching up. We're number 11. You're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of just what drove us here. Um, I obviously also had always lived in Texas my whole life. So for me, I just wanted a change in like, you know, uh, the scenery, a change in like the weather, like having these, we got here in the fall. So seeing all four seasons has been like incredible instead yeah. of just seeing, you know, like uh, a summer and then a less hot summer and then just like a mild summer and then back to hot, hot summer. Like, yeah it, it's been nice to see like fall winter spring now summer and now we're looking forward to fall again <laughs> yeah you uh you conveniently ducked that winter storm that came down here yeah. yeah yeah which is yeah i was i was really shocked to see like obviously how low it was getting at that point and then yeah. seeing the comparison to like chicago where it was like it had been low for a while but then like it was in the 30s at that that week i think and then you guys were like in the 20s and i was like wait yeah. what, what's going on <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> like, wild what happened <laughs> but um yeah so that's kind of what what drove us over here um we had actually planned on doing it about in august i believe yeah. um and then obviously with the pandemic and everything that happened yeah. it kind of just like threw things up in the air and nothing really like was solid, you know, solid or anything. Um, and then I think around August, like when we were supposed to be moving, I was just like, we should just do it. Like what, what's keeping us here? James had like been laid off and like his company or like the gym that he was working at, like had closed down completely yeah. due to COVID. Oh, wow. So 
he wasn't working at the time and like he was like well if I look for a job now like that'll push our you know timeline a lot because obviously like start a new job you know you can't just quit right away yeah for real. um so yeah we just we just decided we were like you know what let's just get it get it over with um so we started planning everything around like August around probably this time like last year yeah. and um we bought a condo um never once saw this condo in person oh wow so. <laughs> well it took a flyer huh yeah yeah it was it was pretty wild like now that we tell people they're like oh that was insane we're like, yeah that was that kind of was right that seems um, like that sounds like the start of a horror movie like they're like they yeah. bought this house or condo that they never do and they no one told them that it was actually haunted yeah right like there was a murder scene that oh, happened yeah. here that oh we gosh. just didn't know about yeah hey, which 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 unit did you buy oh we bought unit uh one one zero seven. Oh my god not oh one zero seven everybody's pay- face just turns like pale white like oh good luck with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was pretty wild so yeah um yeah we got to like we drove um we left austin like you know, at four in the morning or something. And then we drove oh. all through one day and then got Ooh. here the next day. Yeah. So we slept, we slept in the little bit um, in the middle. We slept like right as soon as we got into Illinois. Okay. And um, then we woke up and came directly to sign the paperwork to like our mortgage. <laughs> so what, a, what pretty... a 24 hours or what a 48 yeah. hours, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like one day, like, you know, at four in the morning we were in like Austin and then the next day at four in the morning we were in Illinois and then at 4 p.m we were like had our house you know oh my god <laughs> happened oh my god yeah are you so, uh, comfortable uh, mentioning what part of the city you're in yeah yeah um we live in Andersonville which okay. is about a mile and a half or two miles I think north of Wrigleyville so it's like oh, all right. um it's super close to Wrigleyville, super close to this other place called like Edgewater, um, which is like another neighborhood. It's kind of between like Wrigley and Loyola. All right, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's it's a super, super cute neighborhood. We actually got very lucky. Like we, we really we really did because our condo is amazing. We we loved it when we walked in. And then um the neighborhood is like incredible. Like it's so cute and like there's like it's just an it's a much older population here, which, mm-hmm. you know, in this area. So um, we are still close enough to like the Wrigley, like young area, but like also not that close to it to where like we can escape it. Yeah, you know? I've, I've heard tales of I, one of my good yeah. friends and frequent guests, Alex uh, Molnar, she lives up there and she, she says like Wrigleyville is like frat central. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we're close enough to where if we want that vibe, we can go over there. But then this is like, um, it, it's actually like a little history on it. it. It used to be girls town. So you know how there's boys town here with like the like gay neighborhood or like vibrant oh, gay neighborhood. Okay, cool, cool. So so this was like girls town. And then um, the older gays apparently like were like, we don't like boys town anymore. Like it's getting a little too like, you know, hectic. Okay. <laughs> So then they migrated up to like Girls Town and kind of took it over. So that's the vibe that there is. Interesting. Much of like lesbian and like older gay like men around here and like it's really cool. Yeah. I'm sure James is very popular in that part of the world. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you are as well <laughs> with the ladies. Uh, um, 
he's much more popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, much that's, more well liked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, well, that's great, man. Like, I, I was gonna mention, I was gonna ask about the weather. Like, was it as brutal as as it, the reputation has up there? Um, honestly, so obviously like I had enough preparation for it because Mm -hmm. we, we knew what we were walking into, you know, we, we bought heavy coats, we bought like very good, you know, boots and things like that, that we found. Um, it's not the necessarily to me, the, the weather itself, like I can do the cold, you know, I I could do like with a thick enough jacket, you can walk out and it's like zero degrees, but it's not that bad. Um, it's the length of the winter, I feel like, because <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> it, it's just like, it never ends, you know, it feels like it never ends. <laughs> There's All no right. sun for like, you know, six weeks. Oh, wow. So then you're just like, okay, well, <laughs> this is just not going to end, huh? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I think around like February, I was like, yeah, this is, this is just never ending. Like it's, it's still going, it's still snowing. Like, and obviously I felt like a kid, you know, like when I first, got here and like it was snowing and like I was like oh my god snow adorable like, gorgeous yeah <laughs> like we went like <laughs> the first night we went and had like a snowball fight like we were so ecstatic and like I'm pretty sure to everybody who's lived here they're like fucking Texans like oh, you know like let, yeah. oh it's cute it's cute to them now yeah. just wait give it time just you wait and they were yeah. right <laughs> because about you know four or five five weeks into it where it was like oh snow again um, oh yep. snow again oh, like no. <laughs> <laughs> your entire life revolves around just snow at this point you're just like okay I have to get dressed if I want to go outside and like do all my layers and like mm-hmm. make sure I don't fall like I would we our condo had like um a snow like cleaning service or whatever so like sure. I would be like okay like let's wait for them to come through and like clear out the pathway because then if not it's just like you like you know digging your way through like walking to wherever you need to go so um it was an adjustment it wasn't I think that I'm glad I got here when I did because like I just got it over with you know like I just got it over with I got the first snow like I got the first winter and then by the time it ended I was so like grateful for the weather that, that like when it was 50 and sunny, I was just like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. You know, like so grateful to see the snow like disappear and like the sun like coming out and then like bloom, you know, everywhere yeah. around me. So um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I will say obviously because I was working from home, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, you didn't commute to, or anything like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, James walks to work and he had to walk through like blizzards on the way oh, home no. and I was just like there's pictures of him with like his entire like you know facial features just like frozen oh, no. and I'm just like <laughs> yeah <That's brutal>. so <laughs> if you ask him how the winter was versus me we have two very different perspectives <laughs> like, that's so yeah. wild man that sucks does he so does he walk does he catch the L or anything like that no, he's um his job is only like a mile away, oh, so he nice. walks like every day. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. So like he he loves walking. He he loves the commute of, that he has. Yeah, and but... he's one of those like workout guys that you know whatever yeah. physical activity he loves. I don't. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't relate, but... <laughs> yeah, so you're originally from Houston, and you mm-hmm. lived in Austin. Like, I mean, Houston's also a massive city. Like, what do you think are... I mean, and you're just... your lim- Well, not limited, but you're, you know... Within your experience up there, like, what do you think are some bigger, some big things that stick out the differences, I guess, between, you know, Chicago and, you know, Austin and Houston? Yeah, I mean, so Houston is big, obviously. (laughs) That's, you know, a fact. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it's it's big to the point where it's just surrounded by suburbs. Like, you know, the Houston is suburbs. And um, while, like, Chicago is suburbs as well, like, the neighborhoods that make up you know, the city, like, around it are, like, they have a different feel to it than, like, a suburb does, obviously. So, to me, the biggest difference has been just that, that each, like, each little, like, neighborhood here has, like, an essence to it. Like I was saying, you know, this is, like, the older, like, gay men and, like, lesbian community, and then, you know, if you go to Wicker Park, there's, like, a different community. If you go to, like, Logan Square, like, all these little neighborhoods that encompass the city are, Mm -hmm. like, their own sort of like essence and like you know we haven't traveled obviously around that much like in the city itself but like so far what we've seen is just like it's they're each unique and with the suburbs it's just the suburb you know yeah. <laughs> like there's there's like walmart and there's like you know target there's the yeah. starbucks like they're all the same essentially like especially Houston where it's just like these cookie cutter like houses all the time these cookie yeah. cutter like neighborhoods um obviously Austin has a different like essence to it as well yeah just within like the Texas cities you know Austin just has a different feel to it but what we weren't noticing before we moved and kind of what was pushing us to move which is the fact that Austin was changing so much in like the yeah. negative way you know where um like a few whenever Houston was in the finals with like Golden State um I think it was like two years ago maybe yeah yeah, it was uh uh, uh, 2019 yeah it was yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. it was the 27 missed three missed three pointers I believe anyway yeah 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 um so James and I James is a huge like Rockets fan (laughs) <laughs> and um, we were we would go out to the games like or we would go and watch the games at like different bars around Austin. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. the more we went out, the more we realized that we were surrounded by Golden State fans. And we were just like, we're in Texas. Like, at least there should be some like Rockets fans. You know, obviously we're not in Houston, but we're in Texas. And we were just like, it was like James and then like, you know, 20 like Golden State people around him. So yeah. Like those little notice, you know, noticeable changes were kind of like, it was obviously not the best thing to like look at at a city that you adored for like the culture it has and for like the weirdness and like you know, yeah, I uh, personality. Yeah, I I totally I I tell everybody I was like, you want to see? I can show you what Austin's going through right now. Mm-hmm. I live in the St. John's coronado hills like nancy you've, you've been to my apartment before like yeah i think you dropped something off once i heard something. yeah anyway mm-hmm. so you know what part of town i live and and when i got here the apartment finder that i used well i he helped me look i found this place on my own but like he was like i told him 
where I was like, oh, yeah, what about this place? I, I found this place on my own. And he goes, oh, that's the hood. And I was like, I don't know about that, but <laughs> all right, sure. Maybe it's the hood to Austonians or Austinites or whatever the hell. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's a different definition they use there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but there is on Cameron Road, uh, down Cameron Road, right past – I drive, I drive past it. Cause there's a Popeye's right there that I go to yeah. regularly. Uh, <laughs> there, I'm not kidding. You know, what kind of neighborhood this, that part of town is. And literally there's Cameron road. Like if you're driving South cam, like the suburbs houses are on my left and there's literally a giant luxury condo being built on the right. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I am looking at gentrification, like unfold right in yeah. real time. That is fucking like, wild. In front man. of me. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's not exclusive to Austin. A lot of a lot of big cities are being gentrified. Yeah. A lot of things are changing, but it's just like it is rather dramatic. And I gotta tell you, man, I don't know how much longer I love this city. I tell everybody I love this mm-hmm. city. I don't but I don't know how long, how much longer uh my days are going to be here because like I, yeah. I'm at least staying until my lease I rent. So I'm staying until uh, my lease ends in July of next year. Uh, but I, I don't know because it is changing and yeah, it's not a bad and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And it's not, it's not that it's changing, but you know, you, you do see, like, you do see that obviously in every city, Yeah, yeah. but I think what, what's saddest about Austin's change is like Austin is known for that, like, hippie like essence or like hippie like feel to it like you know the keep austin weird vibe that it has and like that part of it is obviously what's being pushed out you know like that part of it is what's like what's leaving and like it used to be or i mean it is like the music live music capital of the world but like even with covid like even before COVID, we would see that change but now with covid like what happened with you know the music like seeing it's, it's going to be just gone at some point. And all that, all that like made Austin special is it's what's being pushed out, which is really, really sad. But yeah, that's, that's kind of why, why we were just sad mm-hmm. to leave, but also like we felt like it was time, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tiffany, our mutual friend, Tiffany, uh, and former coworker as well. She actually, I thought y'all were playing something because she also moved to Chicago uh, <laughs> and she, uh, she had similar complaints. It was more about the fact that well, Tiffany is, is black. Like there's not a big black population here. She mentioned, yeah. that, I hope I'm not telling tales out of school, but like, you know, she mentioned that it was becoming less diversified. And yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Like when I tell people what I'm not feeling about Austin is like when I moved here five years ago, it was an expensive town and it's only going up. Yeah. And it's it's just not I don't want to live, you know, I guess if I lived in New York or Chicago, I guess like I would be I would expect like, you know, like I don't want to. Right. You know, I, I, like I, I get it. There are millionaires. I'm walking yeah. amongst millionaires right now. But like Austin, I'm not really feeling like I don't want to be a peasant. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I don't and I'm, I'm, we make, I make good money. Like I make I, there are plenty of people who would love to have my job currently. And like, yeah, I make we make we make good money. And like, I, I don't have a problem with it. But like, I just. I don't want to be like it's demoralizing. Yeah, like I couldn't live yeah. in LA because I feel like while LA is massive as well, and there's like a very spread out, huge the spectrum socioeconomically, it's it's vast. But like here, yeah. I was like, I don't want to live amongst 
in the play, like in the playground of millionaires. Like, I'm just not, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that, but you know. Right. Like uh, you didn't sign up for that. You, you yeah. knew what you were moving into when you moved to Austin and like, that's not what you were looking for, which, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just, well, uh, full disclosure, like Austin, was, I, when I moved, I was not setting out to move to Austin, but when I did move here, I was, I did appreciate that vibe. It felt like a very, egalitarian i guess is the word like everybody mm-hmm. seemed to be on the same plane but it seems to be changing and yeah. you know i just i can't really criticize like i don't feel like it's my place to criticize these californians or whoever for moving down here because again i'm from louisiana like i moved yeah. here like i didn't i didn't get here when it all started i got here pretty much in the middle of it and it's only growing and it's it is demoralizing that is the word but again this city is so lovely like for yeah. instance and i think this is a good segue to our next topic my cousin and her daughter, they visited recently. They, they also live in Houston. And uh, I, I showed them around because uh, she's thinking about going to UT. And so I showed her around. And I just took her around town. To, I, like, we had like a day. Like, we, had, like, like, yeah. after, we had an afternoon. And like I took her around pretty much my favorite spots. We just drove mostly. And like, you know, it was fun. And I was just I just raved about how much I love Austin because it is such like it's so and I guess like, you know, honey attracts flies, I guess just like it's yeah. because it is so <laughs> desirable and lovely. A whole bunch of people are moving here. Right. Uh, for better or for worse. I, yeah. Exactly. Like we see the appeal. Like we we know what the appeal is, but at yeah. the same time, like that appeal is kind of what's bringing like bringing it down, you know, like it's downfall sort of, which it's there. Yeah. No but, good thing lasts. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Let's move on. I guess, I don't know, depending on how you view about the feel about the University of Texas at Austin. Let's move on to something more depressing or less depressing. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we, uh, Nancy, you are a proud graduate of the University of Texas at Austin. Go, go Longhorns or whatever y'all say. God, I got to be very careful because, like, I – I don't hate y'all like y'all aren't like the team I hate the most or like really particularly hate. But when y'all lose seeing like UT fans upset, it is pretty funny to me, but like, we're, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there anyway. So as I mentioned, my cousin and her daughter, she's a senior this year. She's going, she's looking at different schools. Like she was also looking at rice. She was looking at, uh, I don't think she was looking at Texas A&M. I think she did not. I hope have, not. Yeah, yeah, she did not hold hide, hold them in high regard. Uh, <laughs> I've never had the pleasure of visiting uh, College Station. I've had multiple people that live in this state tell me that Texas A&M is just a fancy cult. Like, they're all just, like, crazy yep. people. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I couldn't so, say one way or the other. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So, funny story. I yeah. actually only visited A&M when I was touring colleges that's the only school I visited oh wow and I got into both UT and Texas A&M but when I was walking through like A&M I was just like oh people are weird you know like (laughs) this is weird and this is like me you know like not knowing anything like really about like the culture or anything like that like I, I didn't grow up like knowing much about the football or anything like I I had very little to no knowledge like of any of the schools. Okay. Um, so I just knew that, you know, they were the two top like schools in yeah. te- like Texas, you know? So like um, I only went to A&M and then I was just like, well, like 
I know one thing after this tour, I do not want to oh, come God. here. <laughs> like, Jesus. this is the one place I don't want to go. So, oh man, that is so harsh, but so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so you, you did go there. So, what? So, you didn't visit UT. So, I guess I have two questions. So, what was it mm-hmm. about the university? I'll just say UT. I'm not going to say University of Texas. That's too long. <laughs> so, what was it about UT that made you want to go there? And my second question was, there's Houston has several uh, fine universities, I'm told, U of H, uh, Rice, uh, one of the others, I don't remember all of them off the top (laughs) of my head. So what was was it about going to UT and what was it about not staying in Houston that uh, you decided against staying in Houston for? So I had had a weird sort of entrance into UT. Um, I actually my dream school was U of A, UVA, sorry. Um, oh, so okay. University of Virginia. Yeah. I've actually, yeah, and- I've been to Charlottesville several times, friend of the <laughs> friend of the show, my brother from another mother, Justin Hartwell, lives in Charlottesville, visited, lovely, lovely city, despite yeah. that unfortunate incident that happened there a few years ago. Right. But uh, I'm told that everyone goes there is a pompous douchebag. So luckily yeah. you didn't go there. <laughs> sorry, yeah, <bro>. I... <laughs> I really wanted to go into um, politics when I was young. So I wanted to be like, I want to do law school, be a lawyer, maybe go into politics. So UVA has one of the best like um, poli-sci like programs in the nation, like public programs, Uh, or maybe the best. I don't know. It's a couple hours (laughs) from DC. It's like two hours, I think. Yeah. 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 So I, I applied there when I was, senior in high school and I applied to like UT A&M and then I I think I also applied somewhere else I can't remember I had like four schools okay and um I got into all of them not to sound braggy or anything Nancy (laughs) don't let her don't I'm not gonna let her sell herself short one thing I can definitively tell you Nancy is not only much smarter than me and much more talented than I am, but she is actually very brilliant and a great, uh, a great person to work with. I will say. That. Oh, thank you. I'm not, I'm not letting her be humble on today. She is, she's, she is very, very intelligent. Well, anyways, I anyway, got in and I, yeah. <laughs> so obviously UVA, UVA, sorry, I keep saying UVA, UVA yeah. was my top choice, but I was scared. I was scared. You know, I hadn't lived away from my family that long. I, you know, it's like 18 hour drive. Like yeah. it just seemed, it seemed scary to me at the time. And obviously yeah. like it probably would have been like much, much of, you know, a different change and like the culture shock and much, much of a difference. It's so, a really small town. It's really yeah, small exactly. Town. Yeah. So I, I knew I didn't want to go to A&M after having gone there, you know, on the tour. <laughs> We've covered it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> UVA sounded kind of scary and I just I don't know I, I kind of had like this gut feeling that I just uh, something was off you know yeah. so um UT was kind of just like I don't know I it was a safe choice for me um yeah I did know that they had like a great accounting program and I was told by a lot of advisors that they had a great accounting program and um their business school like is well known as well so yeah definitely and I got into the business school. So I was just like, you know what? Like, that just sounds like a safe option. Like, it sounded like a safe option. It sounded like a good option. So I was like, what could go wrong? You know, Austin, like, 
I didn't know much about Austin as well. I had only really visited it there like once or twice with my family, like when yeah, I was younger. Yeah, that's weird. My cousin, my cousin, and I guess my so she's my second cousin. I guess if I'm following that right, my second cousin, and she says she hasn't been here often. And like, yeah, my my cousin, uh, she says she hasn't visited here often. I don't know what it is about. Like, it's only two and a half hours away. I guess Houston, yeah. Austin, like people don't unless there's a festival or anything like that. But they don't. There's not a lot of inter- intermingling. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I had gone to Dallas so many times and I had gone to San Antonio a lot of times. And it's just like Austin was just the one place like I had never really visited, you know, so weird. That's so weird. Yeah. And um, obviously, like I had lived in Houston my whole life. So it's like not even, you know, a thing of like distance or time or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know where it was. But um, yeah, I just kind of decided I was just like, well, Austin's closed. I keep hearing great things about this, like, you know, business school, why not? Um, so that was kind of how I ended up in Austin. And I, so I recently went to um, this like past weekend for my birthday, we went to South Bend, Indiana. Oh, go Irish. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Um, we went to we, I mean, obviously, there's not much to do in South Bend. <laughs> we were supposed not to go to all. like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. We were supposed to go to this concert, and like, it got canceled. Then we just kept like the reservation for the house that we rented, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we went through like the campus at South Bend, and like, as I was, we were driving through it, and like, you know, if there's one thing that I admire and love about like Catholicism, it's like they're architecture and they're like very ornate very beautiful (laughs) like beautiful architecture yeah and um so i we were driving through it and like kind of just looking around and it was a gorgeous campus and like i I, in my head i was just like wow i kind of wish i would have come here you know like i know if i would have like seen other colleges like something else might have piqued my interest you know like and who knows where i would have ended up so um but looking back at it now I'm just like I'm glad that I obviously like went to UT because the campus is gorgeous but it's obviously not nothing breathtaking like driving through like Notre Dame's you know beautiful like huge um -hmm. like intricate buildings and things like that so yeah that's what you get for uh when tuition's (laughs) like sixty thousand dollars a year exactly uh uh, it's Deep, funny like yeah Vatican money <laughs> oh yeah that also too <laughs> yeah it's oh yeah dude the bank at Notre Dame is ridiculous yeah and that's yeah, that's not exactly. even talking about like the the Catholic church or tuition like they got some big money rolls through Notre Dame man that's why yeah. they anyway uh I could talk about that you're <laughs> I'm very jealous I've never actually been there I want to I keep telling myself it's like one of those things that you want to go up there to do and like yeah I, I as I wear my LSU shirt, like I, <laughs> I actually only applied to one school. I got in to you LSU like right away. Like it took, yeah, it took 15 minutes, like literally. Cause like I went to a public school, LSU is in the public school system. Obviously they, I didn't have to send anything. They could just look me up in a database. It was so convenient. All yeah, I did was, like, fi- yeah. What's it called? Automatic admission or whatever. Pretty much. And yeah. like literally all I had to do was fill out some stuff on their website and my mom paid like the ad ad app ad, ad, admission app or application fee. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got in and like I got. It took me 15 minutes, and then like two weeks later, they're like congratulations, you've gone to LSU. <laughs> but I also wish I would have applied to Notre Dame. I made a point. I went to some meetings 
we, we had a we had a Notre Dame representative come to my high school and I went to the meeting and basically like are you interested and I was like I would love to go there I don't know how the hell I would afford it but I would love to go there and like I was given out the form like all the steps that you need to do to apply and I looked at it and then by this point I had already gotten an LSU that's a lot of work and I was like <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get in because I had good grades like I'm a glorified B student like B average <laughs> 3.0 all day every yeah day. uh I was like, I don't think I have the grades or the extracurriculars. I don't, my uncle went there, but I don't think we have the pull to do anything. That's, anything. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I was like, they were like, you got to get like, you got to get like recommendate, like you have to get personal letters of recommendations. You have to fill out an essay. You have to do all these things. And I'm just looking at my letter from LSU, like, congratulations, you're in. And my brother went there. So I could have just, we, I ended up living with him. So that was very yeah. convenient. It was, it was 90 easier. minutes. Yeah. It was 90 minutes away from my, my folks. South Bend, Indiana was very far away. And I was just like, I guess I'm going to LSU, but I, <laughs> I have always regretted. I, I don't have many regrets in my life and this isn't really a regret, but I have always regretted at least not a, working at applying because I yeah. would have loved to go there. I still love Notre Dame very much, but I also love LSU very much. A lot of people we're getting, we'll talk about this later, but like a lot of people find it very hard to believe that I can have like, even though I went to LSU, I guess, I guess it's a 51 49 split here. Yeah that I love, I guess I love LSU more than I love Notre Dame, but I love Notre Dame. I've rooted for Notre yeah. Dame since I was a kid. Uh, so yeah. James mentioned something about that where he was like, growing up, like we all rooted for Notre Dame. We all loved Notre Dame. And he was like, and none of us went, like none of my family went to Notre Dame. He was just like, it's just like they're Catholic and they're Irish. So we like root for them. <laughs> that's, that's what I was. Cause like, yeah, I went to Catholic school from third grade to eighth grade. I used to be super Catholic. Now I'm a, yeah. now I'm a godless mongrel, but my uncle <laughs> went there. Catholic guilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still there. It's definitely still there. Yeah. Uh, my uncle went there. He indoctrinated us very young. I, I love it. I, Rudy love that movie anyway but uh I, I love them but i also love lsu very much so when they they do play each other very often they've played each other yeah. a few times in the past few years and it's always very interesting but yeah notre dame's great but we're not here to talk about notre dame we're <laughs> here to talk about the university of texas in austin <laughs> anyway so what so what was your experience there all four years like was it you know i was gonna say when you're like and that's when i decided to go to ut and i was like she was cursed with wearing burnt orange for the rest of her life yeah uh, so what was it what was it like there i mean it's a big school it's right in the heart of downtown which is terrible city planning if i must if i say so myself absolutely it's terrible <laughs> it's so inconvenient it's so like have you, you try, try being yeah. a commuting student oh like, god god it was inconvenient well, i yeah so that it <laughs> i mean to start it off I had like an incredible time at UT like I made so many great friends I, yeah. I loved every second of it you know from not knowing like much about you know Austin and like UT I didn't realize like how grateful I should be to be there mm -hmm. until like I got out where I was like that was an incredible experience you know I I'm truly am grateful for the path that led me there but it it was it was awesome and having that proximity to like downtown having that like cool like you know austin lifestyle that i had was 
was just incredible for like an 18 year old who, you know, like was just experiencing like freedom for the first time, you know, or like yeah. complete freedom. It it was truly, truly great. I don't regret like anything ever like that led me to that to that choice. But one thing I will say that was absolutely terrible was that the parking situation, yeah. the like just I did I never lived on campus, so I always lived off campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having to commute in Austin traffic was, you know, like when you have an 8 a.m. and you're just like Oof. on the verge of no sleep, like Ooh. trying to get to class, like you're just stuck in traffic, trying to find parking. The absolute worst. That was the proximity of like downtown to like Austin and I mean UT was isn't it just a terrible, terrible, it's terrible, terrible thing. If I if I may, uh Baton Rouge, I don't know, I don't think you've ever had the pleasure of it. You, have you been to Baton Rouge before? I actually lived there when I was about seven years old oh how long did you live there i didn't know that yeah i lived there for like six months i think maybe i didn't live there for long but yeah we lived there for a couple months (laughs) well i lived in houston for nine months after katrina so look at that look at that Uh, probably such places (laughs) probably uh but so you know this but if anyone's not aware uh lsu is like 20 minutes from downtown like lsu is its own part of town it is I commuted. I never lived on campus. I lived with my brother. We rented a house and then we uh, rented an apartment. And like uh, the house we were living in wasn't, but the apartment we were on the was on the bus trail on the bus uh, bus route. That's what I was trying to say, bus route. So like I took the bus to class. I didn't have to worry, but I did commute every now and then, especially because I was working. If I had to get right to camp, right off campus to work. But uh, what I'm saying is like it's so like well, it was so efficient. I mean, it was, okay, it wasn't I exactly perfect, but it was efficient. And like you know, like it was it was a commuter campus. It had plenty of parking space, plenty of room for everybody. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is now because it looks like they've shrunk parking at LSU. Anyway, that's all I have to say is just like <laughs> when I saw. Pardon my language. When I saw the clusterfuck that is UT right in the heart of this city with like all of this business and like all of these things around it, I'm like, whose idea was this? This is terrible. Like Guadalupe. Yeah. I used to commute down Guadalupe to get to our office. Yeah. I'm just like there, like there's too many people crossing the street right now. This is dangerous. This is terrible. Who thought whose idea was this? <laughs> it is truly like mine. I mean, obviously this was, you know. back in the day like yeah nobody thought austin was gonna build up yeah yeah nobody nobody this didn't even cross anybody's mind you know like definitely but it is truly like just terrible (laughs) (laughs) it is and obviously like having such a large presence like in that city like it makes it so weird because it's just like this college town that's also like the capital the biggest state in like the u.s so it's just like what is happening here you know it's just like it's like it's like let's put one clusterfuck on top of one clusterfuck yeah. on top of a third clusterfuck and we'll just have a, cl- a clusterfuck fuckery i don't know what the word is it, it's just yeah like it, i mean obviously like a big state like texas is yeah. you know having the capital like that would be just a huge mess yeah. in itself yes and then <laughs> Yes, and then like, having like the largest public university of the state right next to it is also just like, like the capitals on 11th or yeah. 12th 
and well, UT starts at 15th or MLK? 15th? Mm-hmm. No, you can so literally walk to four blocks. Four yeah. blocks. <laughs> it's crazy. It is uh, insane. But that's the thing. Like Texas, if it was its own country, Texas would be like in the top 10. Like Texas and California, if they were their own countries, would be bigger than like a whole bunch. Like they'd be in like the top yeah. 20 of countries in the world. It's insane. It's insane. To like, think I don't, about that. Yeah. I don't think they have this situation in Sacramento, the capital of California. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have a university. Like it's so wild. But uh, so, so I, when I did take my cousin and her and my second cousin around Austin, I was like, they were going, they went on us. They went, they apparently, I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe someone told them differently, but like, you can't take the campus tour, the official campus tour. And so you get admitted or something like that. I don't know what the situation is, but yeah. So, so you have to like, apparently you have to either come with a group beforehand, like a year before or something like yeah. that. Also, uh, probably there was like COVID protocol in place That's or whatever. That's probably also a factor. Yeah. But, and then. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, and then, yeah, like during orientation is usually when people like can have like the full tour or whatever. Yeah. But um, so they went on like their own little like personal tour like they just decided to walk the campus themselves i've only been on ut like twice in my life even though i've lived here five years one was for the uh lsu youtube game which we'll get to (laughs) but uh i was like look i'm glad y'all are doing this i can't tell y'all shit about ut i don't know anything about ut i don't know what it's like i imagine it has some things in common with lsu but then again there's some texas flavor thrown in there they're much bigger than lsu even though lsu is still massive on its own you know, you got a lot of things going on, but like, you know, I'm not saying talk to my cousin, like directed to my cousin specifically, just directed to anybody who was coming to UT or wanted to come to UT, any juniors or seniors out there. What would you say? Like, what would you, what are your do's and don'ts? What are your recommendations? What are like some of your avoid? Like I imagine probably avoid sixth, even though I don't think, are there bars on the sixth that 18 yeah. year olds can get into? No. <laughs> not really no right? not really okay cool but yeah all right so what would you get? talk what's, about what's... that <laughs> law breaking <laughs> what are your uh, what's some of your advice man what do you what do you got for us oh my god um so my biggest regret i think was not getting the season pass to the football games first uh, year you know it's expensive that, though yeah yeah it, it is for students it's like i think six hundred dollars <sighs> for the season pass yeah something like that yeah it's expensive it really is but it is 100% worth it I mean just like especially if you haven't been like is to a football is it, it is. okay I we're, we're getting we're we're, 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 we're yeah. getting ahead of ourselves anyway yes please continue <laughs> I'll, I'll quit interrupting yes it is worth it <laughs> I it's just like the feel of it like obviously whatever is going on with texas football like regardless of that just the like experience of like you know the tailgates and then going into the game and then not you know like they give you the option to like sit with your friends so you can like form like a group and you'll always have the same seats all the time you know yeah that itself like i regret not doing that my first year luckily i had a group of friends who had already done like that group pass i would just like get their tickets from them whenever they didn't want to go so i i attended most of their games with them even though i wasn't part of the group like health plan or whatever before um but i that was my biggest regret i i wish i would have done that since day one um i mean my biggest do or like 
advice oh my god get a bike <laughs> get a bike get a bike <laughs> that campus is enormous and like walking it is massive, it, yeah thinking you're gonna be able to walk it it's like when you're you know one class is over here and then you have 15 minutes to get like five blocks down like it's just insanity and then you know most of the you know it doesn't start getting cold around here till november and then yeah. it's, it's only cold really until february so most of the time it's this it's dead hot. texas heat that you're dealing yeah. with yeah oh god yeah that that's another thing like that this is just me and my skincare like guru or whatever coming out <laughs> but wear sunscreen all the yes, time every yes, day definitely i I look back at it and I'm just like, I cannot believe that I walked around that campus with no <laughs> sunscreen on my face with the Texas heat blaring in like my oh face gosh. for like 30 minutes a day. Like, oh my God, I regret that so much. Mm. But yeah, it is. I mean, once you start getting like towards the, you know, like second half of your time there, like you're obviously, you know, I was mostly in just the like, business school the entire time but like yeah. your first two years you're just so spread out because you're taking biology while also taking like cal you know and taking like some sort of like whatever random elective class they make you well, take. not all like, of us are geniuses nancy not all of us would be taking <laughs> calculus okay uh, weird flex take, bro that's another one do not take calculus at oh UTV. god no Oh, fuck calculus, man. Oh, my God. I took it three times, and I barely passed this last time. I had to fail it, or not fail it, but, like, drop it, like, two times. It was terrible. That sounds Uh, like such a bad time. Oh, college calculus. Oof. Anyway. I'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Old memories. Oh, God. Nightmare. So what's what's the campus life like? Is there a good? Is there a big student union? There's a big union on campus at LSU. That's where that's where a lot of people come together to commiserate and all that stuff. But like, I guess like I, I don't know. Like I, I again, I know nothing about UT. I don't know how that campus works. All I know is y'all when walking across the street, never not always at the sidewalk or the crossing lane. Just I just my thing with UT students, they just walk in the middle of Guadalupe, just like totally chilling. And, like, I'm, like, do you want to die today? Are you, like, prepared Basically. to die? You have your affairs and orders? Like, I, I just, I never got over that. I was, like, dude, I'm coming. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, man, like, I, there's, uh, well, let's talk about Guadalupe. There's a strip, the drag, or whatever the fuck y'all call it. We went to, when I when I brought them to town, sorry, when they came to town, uh, they were staying at, they were staying at a hotel on 17th or something like that, or was it? Mm-hmm. one of those streets one of the, the hotels downtown and uh we went to kirby lane i could take kirby lane or leave it like i'm like oh it's all right and i was telling him that p terry's is also overrated i'm not a p terry's guy <laughs> and again like I, I don't really they were like what's some austin restaurants that you like i was like eh, you know i like a good whataburger i guess i don't know uh there's some good barbecue and shit like that but like i'm not really that keen on barbecue like, yeah I, I like it but i'm I'm not, but like, uh, what about like as a as a young lady on campus? Like, what about the nightlife? What about like some of the fun things to do in Austin for uh, for so, someone that's probably underage? Okay, well, <laughs> um, so this is where I'm just whatever. Um, <laughs> we I can edit we, out whatever; it doesn't matter. <laughs> just tell me what you need edited out. I will edit it out. My friends and I um, used to seek out happy hours. So that was our thing. Um, okay. we, we would basically every night um, 
find the happy hour we liked so they would be like <laughs> monday night like one dollar like margaritas tuesday Oof. night like one dollar like beers wednesday night like one dollar like martinis whatever it was like the happy hours we would find them and we would like that would be our spot yeah. so um that was one of the most incredible parts of like ut that was just like it, it's so catered to you know like that area is so catered to college students oh, yeah, there's definitely. so many bars around there and there's so many like they also know that we're broke college students so there's so many specials for us and like it was it was truly like uh, I mean there was probably like a year and a half where we just drink every single day <laughs> that was the extent of our activities oh, man, that's... we like reminisce on it now we're just like how did we get things done like who were we think we are like <laughs> oh. oh man i i was telling somebody again it's very similar like uh, obviously lsu was the flagship university of louisiana so it, it shares a very similar relationship that ut shares yeah. with texas so but like it's i was telling someone the other day like i remember my freshman year like when i would go to like my freshman year like the fall the spring semester of my sp- freshman year I would go out, uh, mind you, I was going to class and working. So, like, I was working as well. Uh, but, like, I would go out, let's say, seven days, out of, seven days out of the week, Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe Tuesdays as well. Like, I could talk myself to Tuesday. So, like, in more than half of the week, I was going out. Yeah. While going, doing homework, while working, while getting up at like 6 37 o'clock in the morning because i had to get there yep. early to get a parking spot at the time but like i was just i think back i'm like dude how <laughs> I, now i know why i was so rail skinny back in the day because i didn't eat yeah. or sleep or hydrate i was just like i was just so gaunt and just so like fuck it i'm <laughs> i'm 18 i'm 19 i'm invulnerable let's go i know what i'm doing <laughs> i know what i'm doing fuck it right was, I don't know if you ever noticed me um, showing up to work in the morning ever and having had well, one of those days where it was like I had stayed up till 3 a.m. I like had zero sleep and then I knew I had class right after this, you know? <laughs> well, you weren't the only one. If you were showing up a little tipsy or hungover, uh, one of our former colleagues, <laughs> you were not the only one. She had She had that shit tucked away in her... Dog, first time I ever, my first day there, my first day at the job, like we, they took me out to lunch and we all went to Chewy's or something like that. And I got, you know, whatever, pretty much everybody got whatever, but she, you know what I'm talking about? She got a margarita at lunch. I'm like, don't you have to work? Girl, it's noon. <laughs> Turns out she didn't do much working later in the day. Yeah. She didn't do much work, but it was just like that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, dude, I used to drink so much. Fuck. Like, the bar I went to, so the, at least at LSU, there's a part, I used to live in this part of town, like literally my apartment was right next to the bars. Uh, there's a part of town called Tigerland, and that's the big college, like, mm-hmm. that's the trashy part. I guess it's it's our- That's the quad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, it was, it had a lot of, it had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of similar things. So on Monday nights at this place, let's, I'll just call it Reggie's, there was the bar. I was a Reggie's mm-hmm. rat. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I was working at the grocery store I worked at, who that shall not be named. Uh, I had two coworkers who were in their twenties, and you know they were kind of like you know they like yeah. they like chasing young tail. I'll I'll say, you know, I'll say. 
So we, they would come out to the college bars with me. So they were older, right? And mm-hmm. I was 19. And usually I, you know, I was like, all right, I'll meet y'all there. So they bought for me. But like, speaking of deals, <laughs> the, at Reggie's on Monday nights, it was $3 pitchers, $3 pitchers of Miller Lite. Yeah. That is six pitchers of beer for less than $20. And I mean, you threw in tips, so it did come out to be $20 or $22 yeah, or whatever, right? Still. Dog, I have never drank so, like, well, maybe I've drank more. But, like, dude, 20 bucks. And here's the thing. Yeah. They brought money. I brought money. The party. Dude, we were just it guzzling Miller Lite. Yeah. Dude, it was amazing. <laughs> and they would be dancing from, like, 9 to 2 a.m. in the morning. Get up. Had to go to class. Dude, it was the fucking jam it was so much yeah. fun would never successful with ladies but what you gonna do right it was about having good times it wasn't necessarily <laughs> it was, about chasing women yeah they, exactly. they got women i did not me 19 year old little you were just having a good time <laughs> little buck 30 soaking wet john flores 19 year old john flores was not no it was not just dancing I was, away i was just dancing i was just like this is fun this is a lot of fun yeah um, <laughs> but anyway uh so yeah, man, UT, <laughs> it's, it sounds, again, I think we had some pretty almost, maybe not, maybe not identical, but very shared, very similar uh, experiences there because we both went to two quote unquote party schools, big yeah. quote, party football schools. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so you loved UT, you'd recommend UT. Would you recommend it solely for people going for business or there's a bunch of different schools in UT that have like, you know, like, you know, great they have a great film program i know that and uh, yeah they have one of the best like tv rtf what is it called radio television film yeah yeah, yeah. programs when was, yeah when i was 18 i was thinking about uh going i was thinking about applying to ut i was like i'm not going to ut but like i was like <laughs> oh look they got a good uh they got a good film program over there i was like oh I, this is back in the day i thought i was gonna be a filmmaker but you know still time yeah. uh <laughs> never uh, too late never too late but yeah, what else would you recommend? Like, is there anything else you'd care to share about UT or would you rather move on to the real reason UT exists for the football? <sighs> let's, let's delay that a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, I mean, I, I, there, I mean, there's just so much of like, four years I don't is a know. long time, man. Yeah. Well, I actually stayed longer than four because oh, yeah. I, I had switched career paths for like or oh, yeah. you know major paths or whatever for a while and then I decided not to so I mean I I know that they have I mean they're one of the like top you know Texas schools or one of the top like U.S. schools they have great programs all over I do know that their engineering program is like great I have a lot of friends who graduated from that um, I also did government so I love their their government you know, program, their uh, liberal arts school is really good. Um, but if I had to do it all over again, I would probably have stuck to um, my government side. <laughs> Not that, you know, obviously, um, a county has brought me great things in life. <laughs> but I, I didn't have a passion for business and I still don't. So for me, I had I had a great time with my government professors and all of my like the curriculum and everything Mm -hmm. that I learned from it um but besides like the school itself I mean it's just it's just incredible to see kind of like be in the same and I guess this is just applies to college itself but be in like the same sort of like 
life as everyone around you where it's just like you know we they have this library called like the Perry Castaneda I can't remember what it's called but we call it sure. you know PCL okay. and it's like this huge library that everybody would go to like during finals weeks and like you know you would be there like it was open 24 7 we would be there like 24 yeah. 7 sometimes you know and it, it was just everybody was going through the same thing regardless of like what your group you know what your you're like, all in the um, trenches together exactly yeah yeah so I mean I most of my friends that I made like during my time there weren't even in business like I just met them through you know Twitter and like we all just hang you know like met up one time and like we would hang out all the time and we would study together all the time and like that is how I met them and they were you know one of them was like a bio major one of them was like a childhood development or something like that mm -hmm. they were just different career paths that we all took but we all kind of had this bonded shared experience of just going through college and just everything that UT was and as much as I loved UT obviously it's still college so like it, it was yeah. shit you know it was it was a lot to go through yeah, I think unless you go to like, you know, your very specific like liberal arts colleges or Ivy League colleges, like I think most big state school universities pretty much have the same thing. Like like you yeah. were talking about that library, the library we had at LSU was Middleton. And we mm -hmm. during finals week, I shit you not, during finals week, it turned into Club Middleton. Like people were there all <laughs> yeah. night. I spent a few all nighters there at Club Middleton. Like you people would be sleeping on couches and shit yeah. like that. It was people would actually like bring like tents to sleep at PCL. Oh like that's how insane it was. <laughs> that's so wild. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's great. Like I actually didn't I it's funny because like I don't know what it was like for everybody else at LSU. Like I made most of my friends at the grocery store I work with. Like my mm -hmm. like you like fun fact, like you last time I saw you was at my birthday pre-pandemic. Like that was like the last fun thing I did. Yeah. So in January 2020, but you met my friend Ben and Morgan. I met them at the grocery store I worked at in college. Mm -hmm. I met most of my friends. I didn't meet a lot of friends through the school. Mostly kids yeah. I went to high school with that also went to LSU, and people I worked with at L at the grocery store I worked at that also went to LSU. I did I did date a few girls. I did meet a few girls through class and campus. Mm -hmm. That was that was fun. Not successful any of them. Uh, don't date. <laughs> Children, listen to, listen to Uncle John here. Uh, it's perilous. It can be done. I've seen it done. I've heard it done. I've heard it's been done. I've seen it's been done. But be cautious when you date girls in whatever university or college you're at in their respective uh, psychology programs. Because I'm just going to warn you, uh, I graduated from LSU in the psychology program. I dated a couple of girls that I met through there that – you know or psychoanalyzing your every move <laughs> no it's just the fact that like you know like you get some interesting characters in there and granted yeah. i was pretty i was a total douchebag back in college like, i was such a scumbag like i was such a <laughs> non-monogamous sleazy jerk that didn't deserve <laughs> any time any no one deserved to give me the time of day so like i i i, I would like to i'll i'll be the first to admit my behavior was a contributing factor to the dissolution of the the dissolution of the relationships. But uh, also, you know, they weren't necessarily, you know, angels themselves. But, you know, it, 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 
didn't come here to talk about this anyway. Uh, no, so yeah, I mean, yeah. so so asterisk to that. Don't date in college. That would be my um, <laughs> that would be my advice. You, I I, <laughs> I feel ahead. like I had a long term boyfriend, like long distance or whatever, for like the first half of my college. Oh, you. Oh God, that was a terrible idea. Don't the, going in, back. Don't don't come don't to college do with a don't come to college don't, with a high school or long term unattached. Yes, unattached. Do not, do not whatsoever. <laughs> Make a promise with them and be like, look, if you're single in four years and I'm single in four years or however long, yeah, exactly. School, and we still if like each other single. and want to give this another shot. Let's do it. But let's just let's just nip it See in the you bud at right the now. end, partner. See, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, we'll table this and we'll come back around to it at a later date. After graduation, hit yeah. me up and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that is a big, big, big one. Yeah. I, I, I dated a lot in college, but I, I had, did I? Yeah, I had a couple of girlfriends, didn't last long. I have a notoriously terrible, terrible relationship like I said, we're not here to talk about that, but that, that, that's, that's, I never, I didn't have those problems. I was always unattached. I'm still unattached. I will be unattached <laughs> till the heat death of the universe. Like it's always going to be like perpetual bachelor, John Flores. Uh, but that's a great advice. Like I always, I, you always got to love those people. Like, you know, she's, she's, or he or she's like, you know, she's at her own school or he's at her own school. I'm here. You know, we're, we're making it work. We're, we're doing our best, you know, like You're both just in a bad place. Get it over with. Just, just fucking Nip be it. adults. <laughs> I actually, when I moved here, I was seeing someone and it was kind of awkward when I had to tell her, I was like, yeah, I'm actually uh, moving to Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, and so like, we tried to make it, we tried to kind of make it work uh, for a little bit and it just faded out. Yeah. And also like, yeah. you let her know you were moving to a new city. I feel like that's, you know, the... It was, the, hey, it was, by the way, I didn't handle it now? right. I shouldn't have. <laughs> no, I, sh- I, I knew that I was never planning on staying in Baton Rouge and I still yeah. got involved with her. And like, it was what you're going to do. Right. I was 26. Mm-hmm. I was, I wanted the, I wanted the world. I wanted, I thought I could have my cake and eat it too, but no, it turns out cannot have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. Uh, you can't. It's it, And back to that whole thing. It's like, you're just half-assing like, yeah. two things it's just like just stop that you know <laughs> speaking of half-assing let's talk oh about the ut Longhorns. oh i knew you were gonna go there <laughs> oh yeah anyway <laughs> let's talk about this man so for the record i will say when you first told me how ex- how much a season past youtube games were i was shocked because at least in my time there i'm sure the rates have gone up in, since uh when i was at lsu Home games, there were eight, no, six or seven home games, depending on how the season shook out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, we had 12, no, is that right? 72? No, it was, they play, they play 12 games, so seven. So it was like, it, it basically came out for the entire season. A student, I didn't get student tickets my freshman year because they were, you know, it started with seniors and then worked mm-hmm. its way down. So freshman year, I did not have tickets. I did go to a few games, but I did not have tickets. My sophomore year and my junior year and my senior year I did, and I was there for another fall semester. I did not get season tickets that year. But so for three years, I had season tickets. Each year, it was like $108. Mm-hmm. 
for all the games, for all the games. It was so cheap. When you told me it was like $600, I was like, what the fuck? To watch UT football? I was like, oh, no, nah, okay. man. But also you have to realize that like UT obviously has like a huge fan base on top of a huge like donors that are like that oil and gas like donors, yeah. you know, and they're obviously going to prioritize those um over like, you know, the student, like broke students. <laughs> so to them, they're just like, you know what, if you want to pay six hundred dollars, that's insane. If not there's somebody over here that's willing to pay $5,000 for your season pass. This is, this is so. also true. Uh, do y'all have a student section or is there like, y'all yeah. can say whatever. Okay, yeah, we had a student. No, so, yeah. But that was that was the other thing. Like we were exclusively reserved to that section. Uh, yeah. It was come, It was free, uh, first come, first serve. So like if you wanted the great seats, you would get there you super early. fucking early. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it was so cheap that literally uh, they had to, it was so fucking wild. So, like, when a big game came into town, like Alabama or Florida or one of these huge games that LSU was in, they had to tell us, like, yo, you cannot sell these tickets. You can, are you, yeah. you can sell the tickets, but they have to be for face value. So, you can only sell them for 12 or whatever dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't, nobody. But <laughs> what the trick was, the trick, I mean, it did, people did it. But, like, to post it online to sell your ticket, what they would do is be like, here, I'm selling this pin for $200. And if you buy this pin for me for $200. You also get a ticket. You also get a ticket. So that was the workaround. It didn't matter. It was yeah. all illegal, but I did it. I don't think I sold, did I sell any of my tickets? I don't think I sold any of my tickets, but I know like, uh, so we went to Tusk. The year we went to the national championship and lost to Alabama, the game in Tuscaloosa, the game was in Tuscaloosa. But the next year, it was in Baton Rouge. People sold their tickets for like 200 bucks. It was incredible. I had a friend do that. And then like the year before, like 08, 09, like my freshman year, I think was Tebow's last year. And that game was like ridiculously expensive. Like people sold their tickets for that shit as well. And I think we also played Johnny Manziel one year. That ticket, that game went for a lot. So we sold it, but like, yeah, it was, we had to pay like a hundred, I think it was like 120 bucks with, all the tickets and the fees and all the shit, but like it was super cheap, super cheap, and it was awesome. You're gonna have a heart attack. So, <laughs> um, I started UT right after when Colt McCoy was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and right after A and M had left to go to the SEC, so yeah. um, not a great time for you know Texas football. <laughs> not a good time at all. Um, we we were obviously weren't that great. Yeah, And I used to pay about, like, when I would buy tickets just randomly off of people, because, like, they would do the same thing where you could transfer it to students, just yeah. to students. You couldn't leave it to anybody else. So you could, you know, give to a student here and there. Um, and we, like, would have a resale, like, you know, network or whatever within the students themselves. Yeah, I think I used to pay, like, maybe the lowest I ever paid was, like, $75 for a ticket well. for... No, for one ticket. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. For one student yeah. ticket, you know? Yeah. And then, like, they would go up to, like, 200 220 yeah. which is saying a lot for how shitty Texas was doing yeah. at the time. So, I, they got smart with it because they realized that people were selling them off, like, you know, outside of the network of students. Yeah. So, then they started doing this thing where you could only have it if 
if you bought a season pass, you only had it attached to your like card. Yeah. So then people would just like your student ID. So people would just be like, come get my student ID and like leave a, you know, $15 deposit or whatever. Like if you don't like return my ID, then I just keep your $15 and like, I just buy myself a new ID. Sure. <laughs> so that, that was the system like up until my last year there or like my last year there. And I would still like buy tickets from people sometimes for like $200 for yeah. a shitty Texas game. <laughs> actually my senior year of high school i went because my brother was already was already attending lsu they got me into the game because basically if you use your student ticket uh every ticket you had to have a student id you had to swipe your student yeah. id right and like we borrowed somebody who looked who kind of looked like me he was yeah. like 23 i was 18 like i didn't know or i was like 17 I was even younger i was 17 right and so like we God, that got in. But yeah, dude, it was it was wild, man. I can at least say in my time, we lost the national championship. But that season, we <laughs> but went at least undefeated. you got there. Yeah, I know. That yeah. season we went undefeated was one of the greatest times ever because we it was we killed everybody. We fucking killed everybody except for Alabama. Like the regular season game, we lost. We beat them nine to six. But in the national championship, they fucking destroyed us. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's Alabama. Uh, but yeah, man, like as a UT fan, like. You just said it's been rough, you know. You guys lost to LSU the, in 2019, the start of a <laughs> championship run, which was fucking that glorious. date you remember. <laughs> always, I always remember. I I didn't get to go to the game. It was so, dude. I really wanted to go to the game. I really wanted to go to a bar to watch the game. But dude, it was like that was like September in Texas, and I spent like all day out there. I was fucking drained like i was just like god yeah. i'm so tired like i'm gonna go back to my apartment watch on my couch and just chill yeah but it was that was a lot of fun so what do you i mean i know it's been rough y'all haven't been that great for years uh do you have any memorable things that you any games that stuck out anything fantastic or was it just all an excuse to party it, mostly an excuse to party yeah yeah definitely. <laughs> um i mean we did have some memorable wins for a couple of times i mean when we've gone to like bowl games have been like our best performance, which is sad. And <laughs> when was it last year, two years ago when we beat um, the Bulldogs? I can't remember their name. Oh, right Georgia. Uh, Georgia. Uh, that was a know. good game. I know you, that I know that that game. one, that one year when we were working together, when Notre Dame came to Austin, that was a lot of fun. And yeah. I get, I kind of, I kind of hazed you for a second there. Uh, but y'all beat us. Y'all beat Notre Dame. Yeah. That was that wasn't fun, but that was also just a fun day because I had family come to town and that was great. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we, we won a few of like the rivalry games when I went to, um, I would go to the state fair every, every year. I wouldn't go to the OU games, but I would go <sighs> never to, the state, been to fair. the state fair. I've never been it's, to the state fair. It's a great atmosphere because obviously like you're just surrounded by the noise of it all yeah. because like, obviously like, you know, the cotton bowl is in like the middle and then like, the state fairs all around it so it's yeah, just yeah. so cool to watch that um and then they put up like big screens so you can watch it outside if you didn't get the tickets for it which were yeah. also like always super expensive they were like 300 400 for like seats for the ou rivalry games so uh, we won a few of those while i was there and that that was really fun but then we lost a lot of them too <laughs> so it you know it was it was a kind of a hit or miss with those but I mean, overall, like, 
just the experience of it was was great and I would have loved to have been there during you know 2010 2009 but yeah. obviously that wasn't gonna happen um we did have some good times with Ellinger like you know there was hope there so <laughs> up until last year there was a lot of hope and then now who knows well, I did want to ask. I know how I know how much you specifically hate the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, is it definitively that they're they are your rivals, or do you still kind of hate Texas A and M as well? Where did is it is it far and away, or is it kind of close? So I was actually kind of reevaluating that rivalry okay. now that now that we're joining back forces because when I got to like Texas, like I said, that's when the year that they went to like SEC. So to me, OU was always the rival, you know, OU was the rival because we didn't play Texas A&M. So there was no reason to hold that grudge. It was another Texas school. As much as we didn't love them, we weren't going to hate them, you know, but like there is a hatred towards like OU and OU fans, you know, there, there is like this hatred towards them. If I may interject, sorry to interrupt again, but yeah. that day I spent on campus looking at all the tailgates when LSU was playing A&M. I'm sorry, LSU was playing UT. Like the A&M game was on while I was walking around and I like they had a screen and people were watching the A&M play whoever the fuck they were playing and I don't remember if they won or lost. But I was around there surrounded by UT fans. This was in 2019. So y'all hadn't played Texas A&M in years Watching that game and UT fans were just like fucking AM, fucking Aggies, yeah. man, pieces of <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. So it was very <sighs> real, even then. So yes, please, yeah. please go on. It's just like it it's just it's just this thing where like AM kind of has this superiority complex to them that yeah. it's just so hard to like not hate them. You know, like it's so hard to like it's easy to dislike them because they just they're just so easy to dislike and they have like this cult like mentality of like they do like I don't know if you've ever been to a few of the Texas A&M games I, I did I go to I think I when did they join 2012 when, I 2012 was, was my, their first year 2012 I mentioned earlier how 2012 was my last semester that I stayed an extra fall semester I was supposed yeah. to graduate spring of 2012 but I stayed fall of 2012 and I didn't get tickets to that game I didn't get tickets that season so I did not go to that AM game so the the first year AM came in I did not go to the, any, any of the LSU games so yeah so I used to date a guy that was on the court in AM. so oh, um, gosh. <laughs> I don't know if you know the core but it's like this, like uh, vaguely army some, yeah like they have the army cadets or corps cadets yeah or some shit yeah corps cadets so it's like this army like leg of the army at the school which is in itself just creepy and weird um but they have like this big part of like the culture in like the games because they they're part of the like cheerleading squad sort of you know like they yeah, have their sure. own section and they have like they lead the chants and things like that so i went to a game with him and sitting there just like experiencing it all as an outsider so so creepy it was just like what is going on like (laughs) obviously like and I had visited so I knew what they were talking about when they were like you know like the 11th man or whatever because I was talked all these like 12th man whatever yeah like I was told all these like you know traditions and like things like that and 
it was so creepy being there like so creepy and it was I don't even think it was me like being like a UT fan it was just me being an outsider you know <sighs> I, yeah I, so, I, 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 I would be skeptical of everything you're saying except I've heard it from a couple of other people like no dude they're fucking else. weird up there yeah yeah it, and I think it's just like they have that weird like small town mentality built into like a college you know like so yeah. it's just like oh so creepy so just creepy. okay well, um, let's, <laughs> but let's talk about your you, who you definitely hate like i i know you hate you OU because even mentioning baker mayfield when he graduated when he went to the nfl you were like fuck baker mayfield i still cheer against like the browns <laughs> just for him just because of him. Like, I don't care who goes to the Browns. I will despise them because of him. <laughs> so, so you hate OU, you hate OU with the passion of a thousand sons. Yeah. Um, there is no amount of um, like ability that a player can have that will make me <laughs> like them if they ever play for OU. Like Patrick Mahomes. I don't care where he came from. Yeah, he from. went to Tech, like, yeah. Yeah, and and he like you know tech is also kind of a rivalry or whatever. Yeah, sure, I, I love the guy. Like I I love him and I cheer him on and I want to see him succeed. And obviously like it, you know so does most people like in yeah. the NFL. Just he's a likable dude or whatever. But like I feel like if he went to OU, like I would be like, Patty needs to like get off this field right now. You know, <laughs> like my hatred for him would be too much. And I, um, I hate every, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted again. I apologize. No, no, I, you're fine. I hate every Alabama player unless they play for the Saints. Like Mark Ingram yeah. got drafted by the Saints. I was like, I guess I have to like Mark Ingram now. Uh. But once he left, I was like, <laughs> fuck Mark Ingram. Yeah. Fuck Alabama. <laughs> fuck all of y'all. I'm the same way with uh, USC players. Like Reggie Bush played for the Saints. So I had to like Reggie Bush. But once he left, I was like, fuck Reggie Bush. <laughs> fuck USC, man. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying something about James before I cut you off again. Oh, James like admires Baker and like he, he's like, but he's a he's like a good player. He's like you know he's really talented. And I'm like, don't you dare say that in this household. We hate Baker Mayfield, and there is no other option. He is persona non grata in this exactly. residence. Exactly. Take that outside. <laughs> oh man so so let's talk about the big news let's talk about since we've established this so for anyone who doesn't follow the offseason of college football or just didn't hear about it whatever if you're living under a rock whatever so let's talk about this uh the university of texas at austin longhorns and the oklahoma sooners uh recently accepted invitations to the sec so we've heard about this for a while apparently they've been talking about this since before the beginning of the year which is wild that yeah. it didn't leak but uh so they were in negotiation to leave the big 12 that is the current conference they are in to join the sec which i think most people who follow college football or have a sim a passing knowledge of these things sec is like the best conference in the country despite the fact and it's not just because Alabama's in it because Alabama's won like five of the last six or five of the last seven something like that uh yeah it's like five of the last because LSU and Clemson have also won and Ohio State so like in the past 10 years they've won like fucking six of them it's crazy uh they have Georgia they have Florida they have fucking uh, not AM, but they have LSU as well. They have <laughs> Auburn as well. Like Auburn's made the playoffs. So the SEC is the premier 
uh, football conference in in the country, even though obviously Clemson's in the ACC. Uh, but that also means that there's a lot of money to be made in the SEC. So with a lot of things that are good, there's a changing landscape. That's a phrase you'll hear all the time, all the time these days about college football, changing landscape with the NIL and uh, expanded playoffs. That's changing as well. Uh, a lot of things are in flux. And so UT and OU are joining the SEC. They are leaving the Big 12 when the television contract, because that's the big thing here, because the reason why SEC makes so much money is because that TV contract is so lucrative because those games are usually awesome and they're big, heavy hitters. So they will be leaving the Big 12, allegedly. We'll see. I'll get on that, a little bit more on that. They're leaving the Big 12 um, June 30th, 2025, where I will be I'll be 35 years old. That'll be God, that's terrifying. Uh, (laughs) The reason they are staying allegedly uh, is because they would have to pay a penalty of 75 to $80 million to leave big 12 right away. And thus nullifying the TV contract. They both would pay, have to pay 75 to $80 million or they wouldn't have to pay anything. If the big 12 dissolves, which, which is what they're hoping for, which is what they're betting on. And, yeah. you know, OU, I don't think OU is as daddy Warbucks as UT is because UT famously <laughs> has all the money in the world uh, and they'll tell you about it. They are proud of this fact. Uh, so UT, yeah. I think UT, if like, if that dropped to like 50 million in like the next couple of years, I think UT would be like, put it on the black card. Uh, yep. OU might yep. also as well be able to swing that. So I think we both agree that they're not going to, it's not going to take till 2025. I think it's probably going to happen probably in, in the next couple of years. So how do you feel about it as a UT fan? Unfortunately, OU may be joining y'all, but like, it'll be wild. Like it's so weird to think that LSU and UT will be playing each other. I guess, depending on how they format the schedules, we playing each other semi-regularly and y'all will probably be playing Texas A&M again. So that rival will be reignited. So Nancy, as a UT grad, as a UT fan, as a UOU hater, like <laughs> how do you feel about this whole situation? <sighs> Big sigh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Big sigh. But the money, the money, Nancy. Uh, I mean, that's, not your money, I, not my money, but not money. My money. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like UT is obviously like big fish, small pond sort of thing right now, you know? And with the buzz that it has, like it's been so relevant recently because of, not because like of its talent, it's just like, the buzz that UT generates, you know, and like UT mm-hmm. is just a known school, you know, regardless of where you are in the country, like UT football is probably, you've heard of it you've seen it you've seen the logo, whatever. They have their um, own network. You have the long exactly, network. Yeah. yeah. They, they are a big fish. And mm-hmm. to me, it's just like, you are giving all that up for what? Like, for what? Like to be a heavy hitter in like the SEC where you're not even like your average at best you know like and the reason that like the sec versus ut games were so great to me was because of like 
their rarity where it was yeah. like we play lsu once in every five years or whatever. yeah we, we were scheduled we played in 2019 we were scheduled to play in 2020 but unfortunately that got canceled yeah i don't know if they're gonna do a makeup but that they we hadn't played ut in the regular season in years in, yeah yeah like years yeah so they play like you know every what is it like two times or two years in a row and then don't play each other for like a long ass time afterwards yeah. right and those games were exciting and electric and they generated you know and they generated buzz and, and ut was like looking forward to that and it drove like the players and like regardless of how you know we lost the last game it was still an incredible game like we were yeah, yeah I what, like a point away from winning like you know we lost by like three points i think it was like i can't remember let me uh, it was look, super uh, i can't close. remember the exact i can't remember the exact it was like score. 56 like 60 or 50 it, it was like oh it was it was 60 to 50 long yeah one it was in uh oh no, no i'm, I'm sorry i'm looking at the basketball my apologies oh <laughs> for what I, I, I googled ut texas a&m and the basketball score came up uh let's see so last time y'all played was november 24th 2011 y'all beat no i LSU, sorry. so sorry. Oh, oh, my bad. I just walked yeah. all over this. But y'all play. But for anyone curious, last time Texas played in College Station against Texas A&M, y'all beat them um, twenty-seven to twenty-five. And the Thanksgiving game, yes, in twenty eleven, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or it was the yeah Thanksgiving game. LSU, uh, LSU uh, versus UT. Last time we played, it was forty-five to thirty-eight. So we lost by y'all lost by less than a we lost by a touchdown. A touchdown, yeah, and it, and it was a great game. It was, you know, high scoring, and it was it was fun. And I don't think that the same sort of energy is going to come from SEC yeah. like games right now. You know, I don't I don't think it's ever going to get to that point. Um, I also like the reason that uh, I, I'm just so upset at it. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. I just don't see like the UT like student body ever being the same as like Alabama where it's like they're chanting yeah. like SEC, you know, they're they're so proud of it. It's like we sh- we already have something we're proud of. We we you know as much as the, an ego that UT has, if we have a huge ego and I don't see why they thought that we would need that. Like we are our own like I don't know, just our own like energy force, you know, yeah. like we don't need something like the SEC to like make us special or make us like relevant or keep us relevant. We, yeah. we always do somehow remain relevant regardless of how shitty we've done for, you know, 10 years now. Like yeah. it's just, it's so, I, I, it if is, there wasn't money involved, it was just, yeah, there was no other choice. Like, or there shouldn't have been any other like they, that shouldn't have been a choice, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of big brain things that are going on that are above both of us. Like, uh, so yeah. much because like, there's so many backdoor deals going on and like, because mm-hmm. like they're thinking about like, cause I mean, just, I don't know how valid this was. I didn't follow up on it, but the rumor was like, you know, what other big programs could want to join the sec Would Michigan or Ohio state leave the big 10 to join the sec. It's just like, it's kind of forming the super conference and stuff. So it's like, it's wild that UT I, – I get why it's so weird because, like, y'all are y- – yeah, like, the Big Twin, the Big 12 is shaped, was formed 
to fit around the University of Texas and yeah. OU as well. Uh, they used to be part of the uh, Southwest Conference, I believe, back in the day. I can't remember how when the Big 12, it's, it's, it's before my time, but it doesn't matter. But like <laughs> you two were the two big fish and a very, very, oh man, uh, let's just say a very, one, one very on that one, a very small pond. And y'all were the stars of the show. And now y'all are moving to where like y'all are like mid tier. Like that's, a, that's going to be a really weird dynamic. That's going to be a average, huge shift. At best, I mean, average. I think y'all, y'all will be, y'all will be better than Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> y'all will be better than fucking Tennessee. Probably Tennessee. Yeah. Y'all will be better than, uh, I think y'all will be better. Well, no, A&M did finish fifth last year. So maybe A&M's the shit right now. Who knows? But like, Y'all will be better than probably Miss State or Ohio or 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 uh uh b- 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 Ole Miss because fuck Ole Miss. But like you know, like y'all, Ar- oh the University of Arkansas. Well, y'all be better than Arkansas. So like, there's like a bunch of SEC teams. All pretty much all the SEC team schools except Fandy are like legit, like really good, talented. They recruit really well, and I think that's another big thing that UT and OT- OU want to get on. They want to be able to recruit better players because like. They'll be like, you will be playing yeah. on national television the all the time. You'll yeah. be playing the SEC. That's a big deal. This will give you national coverage. Even more like... exposure than the UT exactly. and OU already had. Even more exposure. Exponential. Like, like, exp- yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And so it's it's really fascinating that they are willing to leverage their uh, notoriety and their prevalence in the landscape to become mm-hmm. one of, another mid-tier. Because like what I was trying to say was yeah. – there are with, but with there are currently 14 teams in the SEC and only really five or six of them have an honest to goodness shot of winning like so like at least in the SEC West out of the seven teams that are in the SEC West at least you know it's it's probably going to be Alabama it might be LSU or Auburn the rest of them not really going to probably make any noise unless they have a fluke year or whatever uh, yeah. and then in the and then the east like Georgia has won the East like several times in the past decade and Florida might win it. It all depends how the season shakes out. So like, I would imagine y'all will be joining the sec West, which has Alabama and LSU in it. And they might move some Western teams to the East to balance everything. I'm sure whatever, yeah. or, or they've talked about doing like a four pods or whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but it's just like, y'all will be like, I think that UT has a bigger brand. Than yeah. Oh, then Ole Miss. Or like, yeah. or or Miss State, or yeah. Kentucky, or like definitely Kentucky. But like, but I think that I I could be wrong. I am no expert. I do follow college football, but I do not. I would not consider myself an expert. I think y'all would be entering that mid pack, maybe upper pack. Yeah. Like I think like the top tiers are like your Floridas, your Georgias, your LSU's, and your and your um. And your Alabama's, yeah, of course. Alabama. So like, yeah. so like, you have four or five teams out of sixteen potentially. It's just like y'all are willing to leverage all of the things that you currently have for more money and better recruiting and to be mid tier. I was like, I mean, sure, why not? Like, I mean, it's y'all's fucking it's y'all's fucking university, whatever. But that just seems like that's gonna be a wildly, and that's why I think this has been such a big deal. It's like, it's gonna be a drastic change in the dynamic. And- 
And also just the fact that they're not even doing it alone. Like I yeah. would get it if you were doing it alone and you were like, you know what? We need like, we need a change. We need yeah. more exposure. We need to. Yeah. Like what a did. Like, what A&M did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bringing OU along. Like that's just insanity. Like why are you doing that? Like <laughs> if you haven't went to OU in a very, very long time. Yeah. You can't beat them at like you know, in the bowl games, or I mean, in the like the uh, uh, the, the, the Red River rivalry. Right? That, that yeah, 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 yeah. And like every single time, like the conference, like championships, like you can't get there. You know, yeah. like you don't get there. So it's just like you know, you're not as good, or like you haven't been. And you know, OU is just average. They're just good because they're good with you. You know, like yeah. they're heavy hitters with you, yeah. but they're not like. In the yeah. overall landscape of like college football, they're not great. A couple of years ago in the playoffs, when LSU won the championship, we played OU. Uh, I mean, that was a historically like great LSU team. I'm, I, yeah. I'm, I think even objectively, I can say that. But like, we destroyed them sixty-two to like twenty-one or some shit like that. Exactly. We destroyed OU. And it's just like we know this. About yeah. OU, and we've known this uh, unfortunately about Texas for the past ten years. Yeah. And you still make that decision with OU, like you are not even making that decision. Like, like you said, with A and M, like it made sense for A and M at the time. They wanted yeah. to separate themselves. They wanted to be like, you know, they wanted to be a different brand than like the Big Twelve. Yeah. I get that for OU and a like UT to do this is just god it's i feel like it's such a terrible terrible idea well so i, I think I we no won't hope. belabor <laughs> we won't belabor this because i think we i don't know how many different ways we can just say like i'm like oh this should be interesting this is kind of sketchy and you're just like oh god why but like i'll leave yeah. you two i'll leave you two things one i think it's hilarious that everybody everybody got on the same page and is laughing at texas a&m like everyone's just like texas a&m's like no we want to yes. be the texas school <laughs> and everybody across the country across the world probably is like laughing at them it is so fucking funny how like everybody's just like haha it's so great uh and i did want to leave you with this when we wrap up the uh lsu football uh, in ut i will have you know that uh, UT currently sits is winning the series nine one and eight. Y'all are winning. Y'all beat us nine times. We won eight, and there's been one tie, which is interesting. Uh, so you know so we couple, might make it back. <laughs> I, hey man, we you know we're, but we won. It would be interesting. I think we'll beat y'all next time we play. I don't know when yeah. we're playing y'all next. Again, I, I, I didn't look. I couldn't find it easily when the game will be rescheduled. But that's a bummer because y'all would have been playing in Baton Rouge, which would have yeah. been very exciting. Uh, yeah, uh, unless you have anything to say about, you know, University of Texas or the football program, let's move on to the questions. Yeah, no, I mean. I I've already kept else. you. It's, I said an hour <laughs> and a half and we're, we're pushing on two hours. Uh, but that's generally how it goes. Like I. I don't like to, I don't like to tell anybody like, you know, like, Oh, it might be two hours. Like an hour and a half sounds much more uh, flexible and maybe we can expand on it. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to the questions. uh, So anyone who's not aware, we haven't done this in a while because I've kept bringing on returning guests and I've had groups. So I don't like to ask questions to groups. I like to do it one-on-one. These are the questions I ask my guests 
at the end of every episode, at, well, almost every episode. And the 10 questions I stole it from originally stole it from inside the actor studio, RIP James Lipton. That was volume one, but every subsequent volume I've done my own unique 10 questions. Uh, and yeah, did you like these questions? Yeah, I, I had to sit down and like think about a few. That's why, so, again, I still that's don't why have I answers to a few, but. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see what we get. We'll see what we get. Okay. Yeah. So these are the questions. All right. When did you get your first cell phone and what kind was it? I couldn't remember, but I knew that it was when I turned like 17 or 18. My parents gave it to me very late. And it was like the Samsung Galaxy, whatever number was around at the time. So it was like nine or 10 or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I got mine. Look, okay. I'll be the first to admit this was 2002. I, like even even at that time, I was way too young to have a cell phone, but I got it because, you know, my mom was like, "Hey, I want to be able, I want you to be able to go out and do things, but I want to be able to get in touch yeah. with you." So I was twelve, and I got like a little seam. I hate, I fucking hate the name of this company so goddamn much. Siemens, like little brick, little tiny little phone, like little thing. Yeah. And then eventually, I moved to a. Eventually, I moved to a. a an LG flip phone, but yeah, that was, I was 12. I got mine. I was, uh, and I didn't really start texting people, texting, texting people until really Katrina was a big thing. Cause like for a while there, the service was so bad that we couldn't call anybody. So we had to yeah. text and yeah. that was a big thing. And yeah, so n- nothing was the same. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's so wild how young kids like my, I'm sure you oh, have little God, young, I know. Young, young relatives, my, my, my nieces, especially my, my, my brother's daughter, Claire, she's so like, I've seen her on an iPad. I'm just like, oh my yeah, God. they're so just good at it. I'm like, oh, I, this is this. I don't think we're ready for this. I don't oh, think we're, we're not. ready for this. Oh God, no, it scares me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. What is one reality TV or game show that you would do the best? At? Okay. This is the one that I could not figure out. Um, and I couldn't remember what it was called. It's the one where like you grab or like, it's like, what's the catchphrase? And then they go and like touch the little things. Like it's like the hangman one. I can't remember. Oh, oh Wheel of Fortune. It. Yeah, that one. So I think it would do good at that one, but ooh, good is an exaggeration. Maybe it's just okay. <laughs> well, what about like, what about, is there any reality TV show? Like, would, do you think you would, I mean, I know you're in a relationship. You're happily with James. <laughs> Uh, but like Bachelor, Bachelorette, would you ever do any one of those? Oh God, no! They're <laughs> so full of gross drama. I can't even watch them. Like I have my uh. best friend who she keeps telling me, like, watch the Bachelorette with me, and I'm like, no, no thank you. <laughs> What's it? The other yeah. one's uh, too hot to touch or too hot to whatever. Love, there's a Love Island one that yeah, I there's Love Island. Heard. That's yeah, a big no. deal. Apparently, that's really popular. It's yeah, the British yeah. version that's moved over to the U.S. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Too hot to handle? Was that the one? And I think. Get, yeah, yeah. One. yeah, there's one like that. I think it's. Oh, I God. can't remember. I think that no. I don't. I, I've <laughs> I've answered these questions several times already, and I can't remember what I said. I think Family Feud or like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I think it would probably yeah. be the best on. But I think I would do terrible. But I think those are the best I would do. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Okay, next question. What is your favorite book? Okay, I have to think about this one. Um, But it it used to be a different one, but now I think it's The Alchemist. 
Oh, nice. I've never read that one. It's, it was, it took me a while. Like I read it once and I was like, what was that? So then I read it again and I was just like, oh, that was really good. Like, it's all about how basically long story short, like the journey is the, like the great part of things, not the destination sort of. Yeah. Sure. It was it the friends great. we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. basically what it is. But it, it's really good. It's Who's really the author? Good. Do you remember the author name? Oh no, I can't remember his All name. All right, let me look it up. Let me look it up real yeah. quick. The Alchemist. All right, let me. Uh, Paula Cohello. Paul. Paulo. C O E L H O Cohello. Is that how you say that? I think so. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember how to say his name, but he's. He's like this Spaniard, maybe I can't remember, but it's based on like Span, like it's just takes place in like Spain and Morocco, I think. Yeah, that's cool. I've never read it. Mine is uh, The Great Gatsby. Read it in high school and read it in college. Both love it. It's my favorite book, without a doubt. I yeah, that that's a good one. That's a really good one. Second second is 1984. I read that in high school and I love it. And Frankenstein. I also read that in high school as well. Those are both really great books. So you know, I recently reread Hatchet. Oh, Hatchet! Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Hatchet is up there. Like Hatchet is up there. I read it because um, I had told my little brother, like, we have to get you reading again. So like, let's yeah. do a book club sort of thing where I read a book, you read a book, we talk about it. He never read it, and I did, and I was so mad. <laughs> but God, I read. I started ha- off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I started off with a hatchet, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is such a good book! I forgot how good this is." Yeah, dude. Did you ever see the movie? They made a they made a movie like a really low budget movie way back yeah. in the day. God, hatchet! I, oh my gosh. <laughs> I I remember watching it in high school, I think, or or like middle school, but I never rewatched it. But yeah. It, it was a good movie and it's a really good book. Yeah, so, dude, that's a God that, that moved up again. <laughs> oh, dude, they need to remake that. Like they need yeah. to remake that as like I feel like you could a do good that version. for like Yeah, you could remake that for really cheap yeah. and make it really good. Um oh and Outsiders also a great one. That's a classic. Uh yeah. Uh let's see, what else we got? Okay. What are your favorite pair of shoes? Either you currently own or you used to own or at some point owned? I will have to say it's my white Converse that I just keep replacing over and over again. And yeah, every time they up. get gross and dirty and broken, I replace them. And they're just classics and I love them. Yeah, I I used to be a really big Converse guy, but then I switched over to Vans. Uh, I oh, think yeah. Vans are better. Uh, no shade. I, I still, Converse are cool, but I prefer Vans. Um, I actually, yeah. my favorite pair of shoes, I'm happy to update this. So for every time I ask this question, I have, I, I tell this story. Like I, my favorite pair of shoes are my air force ones. I've had them for years and I finally, finally got new ones. I finally ordered a custom custom, like on Nike, you can go on there and be like, yeah. what kind of or air force ones. And I did it and they are the most boring looking shoes ever, <laughs> but I love them. They're perfect. They're yeah. I've wanted them for years and I finally got them. And then I think because like, apparently we're all having supply chain issues and like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other things. I ordered them at the end of July. I ordered them midway through July and expected them uh, at the end of July. So it took them two weeks to get to me. They are still waiting. I just got an email <laughs> last week that they are being finished. Yeah. So that means they probably won't get here until the end of this month, 
beginning of next month, but yeah, mid next month, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about them. I can take, I, I don't, you probably don't care, but I'll text you a picture. I'm kidding you. I kid you I, not. They are boring looking, but they are perfect to me. I think they're beautiful. Um, yeah. Actually, let me text you now. I can text you now. We're on the phone. We can talk right now. Let's see what we got. All right. Let me technology. see. What we, technology. Technology. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but we're going to just leave it in there. Uh, where are they? Okay. Here they are. Oh my God. I love that though. They are. They're minimal. They're basic. Yeah. They're just they're great though. I love the brown and like. The gum. It's the gum. And black. The gum yeah. Soles, yeah. Uh, I was really yeah. keen on that because like. Yeah. You can that get, is a really good. Yeah, you can get all black Air Force Ones, but I don't want all black. Uh, I wanted the white stripe in there, but those are really mm-hmm. hard to find. And I wanted, when I saw that you could get the gum soles at the bottom, I was like, boom, right there. So yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> taking forever it. to get yeah. here, but <laughs> I love them. Worth I, it. It's going to yeah. be worth it. Yeah, they were, you know, they were, you know, they weren't cheap, but like, uh, I sent them to my brother and he goes, those look boring as fuck. And then mm-hmm. I sent them to my other friend, Justin, and he was like, those are cool, man. So like, who, who knows, but I'll take you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know you wouldn't no, just yeah, say I that like to them. my face. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your favorite smell or scent? <sighs> this one is also tough. I think they're all tough. <laughs> um, I can give you mine if it I helps. Would- no, I, I have it. It's, okay. it's mahogany. It's mahogany, like oh, the smell yeah. of like old wood and like, mm. yeah, just just that like smell. I don't know. I'm yeah, that's it. <laughs> I dig it. Like you, you could. It's definitely nice when you walk into like an old building or like an old mm-hmm. an old library and you're just like, oh, it smells enlightened. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mine is actually uh. <laughs> mine's culinary uh mine is uh bacon i love the smell of bacon like i love when you fry a bacon or you cook bacon and that's that that's the bacon smell lingers in your kitchen or your apartment for yeah like a day it's oh i love it so much it smells so good. yeah i love it for uh, me a close yeah. second is coffee the smell of coffee bro oh, i do remember how much you yeah. like your coffee I, yeah. I definitely remember that uh yeah that's that's a good that's that's like second but i just love the smell of like mahogany and like old wood and yeah not right. old wood just wood <laughs> Let, let's get you on the record what's your coffee order i just like straight black coffee oh I, I, wow i thought you put shit in it no no i'm i'm a straight black i love americanos and i do love like you know i do mix it up every now and then um there's a coffee shop around here that has like an oat chata which is like oat milk like with like an orchata sort of like you know twist on it and it's like a latte with like oat milk and like a dash of cinnamon and like honey it's so good but i will always yeah i guess it was adam and nydia who always wanted the Mm -hmm. creamer in theirs yeah yeah adam especially (laughs) yeah 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 i uh i don't know see I, i i don't drink coffee i drink tea Tea, but yes. when I do drink coffee, uh, I don't know if this qualifies as black, but I just get two sugars. Like I just do two sugars. I don't think it technically yeah. qualifies as black, but it's basically black, but just two sugars. Yeah. Just black with a slight sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I just, yeah. li- I just need a little bit of, to take the bite off, but like, yeah, that's how I get mine. So I don't, yeah. I've never had an iced coffee, like one of those Starbucks drinks a day in my life. I've never had one of those. So no, yeah. I mean, I, I'll try them, but they're not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, this is a tough one. You can only watch TV shows or you can only watch movies for the rest of your life. What would you pick? 
This was actually not that tough for me, TV shows. Oh, no. I'm not a big movie person. Oh, my God. So, side side story. We watched yes. Suicide Squad yesterday. Suicide Squad, and yeah. Yeah, the second one. So, yeah. like, not the, yeah, the latest one. And I was, like, we were about halfway through, but I didn't realize it was halfway through. And it was, like, an hour and 15 minutes in. And I was, like, how? We paused it because I had to go to the restroom. And I was, like, I came back and I saw it. And I saw the little yeah. dial where it was. And I was just, like, how is this still going? Oh, my God. That movie was awesome. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I can't sit through, like, two hours or three hours of things. Like, I can, which is weird because I can binge watch. Yeah, I was like just about to ask. Hours. <laughs> But I just need some sort of pause and sort of, you know, I don't know. I'm weird. Look, no, look, yeah. I'm sure you're not the only person that has that same situation where, oh, a two, a two hour movie. That's so long. Let me watch five hours of the same television show. Yeah. I'm movies all day. I, I love TV yeah. shows. I love my Disney plus shows. I love, I'm watching search party right now. I don't know if anyone's ever oh, heard of it. Oh my God. I love search party. Dude. It's so good. I'm, I'm it's so good. I finished season three. I'm about to start season four. Oh, season four. It just gets wild. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. Season one, two, three, they were all great. Like I was just like, yeah, these are like the worst people, but also still likable. Uh, it's really funny too. It's, it's so really good. great. Yeah. Uh, what was I was, I might watch, uh, doom patrol next but what did i just watch after i watched oh i've been watching ted lasso i love me ted, ted lasso, lasso. ted lasso yes, all day ted lasso. football is football is live <laughs> uh, but uh but i gotta i gotta be able to watch the star wars movies the, the original yeah. trilogy and you know even the prequels and the sequels but like i mm-hmm. i gotta watch those and I, I the marvel movies too i guess but i have to be able to watch the star wars movies so that's why i would yeah. do movies all day over tv so yeah I mean, I I will say Marvel movies are have grown on me, but I feel like it's because it's just one big series. Yeah, know? pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's this weird so, hybrid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, here's another here's another tricky one. So hypothetically, you get to use a time machine. When and or where would you go? But the trick the catch is you have to stay there for no more or less than three days. For instance. Oh, let's go visit the dinosaurs. Okay, cool, but you got to you have to stay there for 3 days. So where would you go, Nancy? And or when, when and where? I am a huge like classical Rome oh. or whatever. Yeah. I I just love everything about like, you know, just the Roman like empire and Roman civilization and everything. So, I would have to say during um like what's his name? Um Constantine's like role in like Roman sure. civilization. That that's my. <laughs> so you would be willing to stay there for three days with no penicillin, no Tylenol, no none of the current medical because I know that there is none, right? I know this. Like I know that I'm going back there. Like I can't step on anything dangerous. <laughs> you well, know, right? Well, just to be clear. The, you could go in the future like for me i would want to yeah. go like 100 years in the future you could have gone to the future like i i don't want to go to the I, the past has nothing for me i have no business in the past i want to see what the future is like it's intriguing you still don't know what the like past is like no matter how much they've read yeah, about is, it because there's so point. much a fair point there's so much like yeah like the whole you know what's it called alexandria like buildings burned down and like yeah. all the library was you know burned yeah, or yeah, whatever like yeah. you don't 
there's just so much uncertainty. Like you never know. <laughs> I, I understand. And as someone as as when I've answered this question before, as people have pointed out to me, he's like, dude, you go you go hundred years in the future. Are you sure that there will be an earth to go to in a hundred years from now? And I'm like, that's also a great point. Like I could be walking yep. into Mad Max or some shit like that. But- exactly. You just if you transport it over there, you're just dropped into space because it's like, oh, there's Earth. <laughs> there's Earth a hundred years from now. Yeah, it's for gone. real. Here's this. Oh, I've landed in the year 2020, 20, <laughs> or whatever. Oh, look, look at all the, look at all the destruction. Look at the burnt cinder <laughs> that used to be my apartment. Uh, yeah. Anyway, exactly. all right, next, next question. Um, would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel prize winner? And for what? This one was a tough one. Yeah, this, okay. this one had me thinking and I couldn't decide. And I still don't have an answer, but I admire Simone so much that I have to say Olympic for gymnastics just because what does she do and how does she do it? Like, that's just insane. That's just un- inhuman. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> did you watch the Olympics? Did you get to, did you get, she did one event, right? Did you get to she watch did one? No, because I was pretty sad that she, yeah. I mean, obviously I get it, but I was sad that I couldn't watch her. So then I was just like, what's I, the point? <laughs> I watched all the basketball, almost all the basketball. Cause yeah. it was really weird. Like I watched all the U S women's play. Yeah. Uh, even when they were playing <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> central time, I got up to watch. Wow. Uh, yeah. Dedication. I was dedicated. And yeah. you know, it was really tough. The, like the first match they played against Sweden, we lost three nil. And I got up for 3 a.m. to watch that, and that was not fun. But, uh, yeah, I watched all of them play, and I watched almost all of USA Basketball, except for the times when, I shit you not, there was a time when USA Basketball men's – I didn't get to watch many of the women's, but I did get to watch the men's. There was a time where the men were kicking off – were tipping off at 11.30 or 11.40 Central Time, and then the U.S. women were playing at, like, 3 or 4 a.m. I was like – guys i you're in the group <laughs> stage they're they're playing in the knockout round now i can't i can't do both man i gotta pick yeah like i'm so sorry <laughs> but yeah i watched those two i watched a lot of olympic soccer as far as the women were concerned and i watched the men's tournament as well so i watched a lot of olympic soccer and uh men's basketball uh the other one i always love to watch is the table tennis i think that oh tennis is, that's my like i love soccer and i love basketball but table tennis is actually my favorite Olympic sport because I think it's yeah. just amazing to watch. It's yeah, it's incredible, especially since I have no hand-eye coordination. So to me, it's just like how. <laughs> uh, it's I I play I play I played a lot of ping pong in college, and I love playing ping pong. So like when I see it on at that level, it's incredible. So yeah. Okay, last question. Uh, you know, we're still in the middle of all this. We had a very turbulent year last year with the pandemic and uh, the election. We're still in the middle of this. We're not, we're not out the woods yet, unfortunately. You know, five years from now, 10 years from now, however far you want to project, Nancy, what do you hope we all learn from this? What do you hope we all learn from the pandemic, you know, the Trump era coming to an end, hopefully? What do you, what do you hope we all gather from this when you're like telling your children down the line, like, this is what this is what the lesson we all learned or we should have learned. Um, compassion for sure. Just, just, I feel like not just the past year, but like the past, what is it? Five years have taught us is that like the lack of compassion that people have and like the lack of empathy have just 
have been like the biggest like flaws that we've had like as a society where we just are we put our own selfish like you know personal like ambitions and greed over everything else when we should be you know something as simple as like putting a mask over your face has been like you know you think that you are somehow above like the greater good sort of thing so compassion and empathy for sure um and I mean I think that we you know it's going to take a lot for people to understand that but clearly it's this most people still haven't understood that that's that's the biggest thing that binds us together it's just like the empathy and compassion we have for each other so yeah yeah I, I'll have to say that pretty much everyone I've had on that has answered that question has, has has responded with pretty much something along those same lines. Uh, I'm, I agree. I totally agree. Um, that's paramount. But if I had to give an answer, it would be more pragmatic and economic. Like, I think that I hope we learn like financially, economically, how dependent we all are on each other. Like if one sector of the economy goes down or like two sectors of the economy go down, how that ripples and how that trickles down to like, like just, we work I'll just say this. How connected we are. The, the company we used to work together in is in the travel industry and like how much the travel industry going down affects local economies, international economies, like tourism and just like, and then tourism affects Uh, the service industry as far as bars and venues and like locations and like, and then if those people don't work, then they can't pay their rents, which then affects the housing industry. And it's just like, it all dominoes effects and it all trickles down. It's just like, I really hope that when we think about like people being unemployed or like people going through hard times, like they're not only they're human, like they're suffering in their, their actual lives, but like their fiscal the, the the them being out of job or them having a hard times affects you financially it may not overtly like you may not be losing yeah. money but you their suffering affects somebody that relies on their income or revenue that may affect you or your tax dollars or something like that that's what I'm, i guess what i'm getting at it's just like i just hope that we all learn that we are we are all in this together, not only as humanity, but as a society and a culture and as a country. It's just like, dude, like one one neighborhood suffers, one county suffers, one state suffers, one region suffers, then everybody starts to suffer. Everybody all, pays the price for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it all it all affects it affects all of us, and that's what I mean. Yeah. But I I think you have the better answer, the more humane, <laughs> like compassionate answer. Yeah. So. No, I mean it, it goes with. I think it all kind of just ties together with like you are not a like you are intertwined with you know another part of a greater part of you which is basically like what a lot of people fail to understand yeah like same thing with like money where it's like you know we've all seen like as a society like if we were to all like make more money or like have like better you know structures in place for like people not to be homeless or not to have to suffer and like be poor and like hungry then we as a society would all benefit from it but there's just so much selfishness in the world that we feel to like move past like i don't want somebody else to get something that i might be able to have sort of thing so unfortunately but 
This has been lovely. Apologies again on the delay and for keeping you longer than I originally quoted, but it's been such a lovely conversation. I don't think either one of us have any complaints. Uh, no, thank you, Nancy. <laughs> I really do appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday. Uh, it's great. I miss you guys. I, I can't tell y'all enough, like how I just, I know I've kept it so long, but like my birthday in 2020, it was so awesome. Like I just sent out like the fact that not only people came from out of state, but people that I don't see as much as I'd like to, even when we did live in the same city together, came to hang out with a bunch of strangers who you guys only really knew me and Adam and Tiffany. And like, you met a bunch of my friends, you met my brother, you met a bunch of my family. And like, it was so nice. I really can't tell you how much I appreciated you guys coming out to hang out with us and stuff like that. It was so awesome. Everybody had a great time. I yeah. thought 2020 was going to be my year. Well, that didn't <laughs> fucking happen. But it's been lovely talking to you guys. I miss you and James. You guys got to let me know next time y'all are down here. Because uh, I will, if I'm, if I'm here, I will make next time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And next time you're in Chicago, I mean, come hang out. Next time. Absolutely. I was actually, fun fact, supposed to be in Chicago this summer. Uh, I was supposed to be in Chicago last summer. I had a buddy get married, was supposed to get married last August. That got pushed to April of 2021. I was planning on coming up here, coming to Chicago for that wedding, but then he had to, they had to make it a virtual one. So I only had to zoom. So I was, I was planning on coming to Chicago this year, <laughs> Yeah, but unfortunately things didn't, you know, it didn't happen. Didn't work out. Yeah. It happens. But next time I'm in Chicago, I don't know when the next, hell, I haven't been on a plane and since february of last year so i don't know when the next time i'll be in chicago but definitely we'll look you up i have you guys (laughs) tiffany and i have my friend alex up there that i would love to see next time i'm up there so i gotta make a week of it man i just gotta come chill yeah uh maybe with the company that we work in because they're technically headquartered in chicago (laughs) office party christmas party here we come uh exactly (laughs) anyway guys that's gonna do it for us thank you again nancy thank you everybody for listening please like subscribe share with your close friends loved ones even your enemies hell they might like it who knows (laughs) uh nancy do you have anything to plug anything you want to share any instagrams any socials anything nothing fuck all y'all that's what she's not don't look me up don't Don't look me me up up. (laughs) uh thank you guys thank you nancy i guess i'll just talk to you later man and i guess uh you know i'll see you on the interwebs Yep. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. (laughs) Take care, Nancy. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.